0: Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Bug Show. Man, I'm bringing to you some very, very testy stuff today. See guys, I told you in my last podcast yesterday, and of course these are on off times, I do apologize, but I'm trying to squeeze in so many things uh, right before my trip that's coming up on Tuesday, so... Anyways, lots of great news coming up, guys. I'm so excited about so many things that are coming onto my podcast, but I will do that for another day. Today, the focus is the material mask and the sexual mask. Oh, man. First of all, question. Have you driven to a country because of sexual activities? Straight up. I know a lot of you, okay, okay, got it, got it. Out the, My folks out there in America, England, you guys, well, I've never traveled to another country because of sexual activities. However, there are probably some nasty lingerists And some of those nasty sex tours that I, that are probably still lingering as snakes, you know, just trying to, you know, figure out something that they can take and say, oh, he said this about me. Well, you know what? I'm all out here in the open. I work with them right now. I work with them right now. And you know what? No, I'm not trying to be friends with these guys over the ages of 50 out here in Thailand because I already know what their sole purpose is here. You know what? Since we're going to talk about it, let's just talk about the sexual mask and we'll get into the material mask after that. So here we go. Sexual mask. Guys, it is a heinous. Yes, I know. Okay, I get it. It's happening everywhere. A lot of things. Okay, we got things like in terms of the dark web, dark Internet, all these different things. I got it. I understand it. But you know what? When it's happening before my very eyes and if someone comes to this country for the sole purpose to engage in sexual activities because they know the color of their skin will take them a very long way. In terms of a country, I'm not just only talking about Thailand, I'm talking about the Angeles City Philippines, I'm talking about the Cebu Philippines, I'm talking about the Manila Philippines, okay, I'm talking about the Cambodia which a lot of men flock there to buy children. I'm not talking about just have sex. I'm talking about buy children. The Cambodians sell their children out there. How about Myanmar that still has the modern day's child slavery that's happening? What about the sex trafficking that's happening amongst all of these countries out here in Southeast Asia? Except for, the of course, Singapore. I don't know so much about Malaysia. But, of course, they're hiding a couple of things, too. So, I'm just trying to put it all out there. Are you driven... To a country because of sexual activities. Now, I must admit something. I did think it was going to be easy for me here. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be really, really honest with you. What do you mean easy, Arsenio? Well, the thing is, of course, being in America and only having one girlfriend and being, of course, in... What's the the other country that, of course, I was in? Um... Oh, my God. I am so confused right now because someone's literally just pacing by my window. But being in another country, of course, Australia, where people didn't really accept me, I'm like, you know what? In Thailand, I have no problems because I know women will accept me for who I am. (laughs) (laughs) Was it that funny? So, guys, no. I came here to Thailand because something told me to. I saw the red flags. I saw the orange flags. I saw the yellow flags that ultimately culminated into a red flag. And, (sighs) I'm glad it did. I'm very, very happy it did. I'm still very, very fortunate and very grateful every day for all the nasty things that happen to me here. Of course, it doesn't happen on a routine basis, but there are people that just come by and, excuse me, and there are some people that just say things that really, really irritate me. And so, how do I deal with this? And it's funny because, of course, I'm going to do a podcast with uh, Selena Celeste, who will be coming on here very, very shortly. But There are a lot of people who are driven by sex. (gasps) Oh, excuse me again. There are a lot of people that are driven by libidos. Listen, I just had my lunch too. So anyways, there are a lot of people who are driven by the libido. I worked with a 72-year-old man, okay? Of course, England doesn't really matter. But his wife was 32 years old. Worked with another guy who was 51 years old. He had a daughter who was 20 years old. And his girlfriend was 18 years old. Worked with another guy. Of course, I worked with three teachers at the same time. They worked amongst each other and had sex with one girl, the front office staff, who was 25 years old with two kids. And they had sex with her, orgy style. Can you believe that? Like, this is, this is, of course, what I see, and this is why I get so pissed off so quickly Because of the things that ultimately happen over and over and over. So what I ultimately, um, what I'm trying to say here is, for men, this mask can drive you to insanity. This mask, especially coming to countries like Thailand, could ultimately take everything from you. I'm talking about your worthiness, your inner peace, your true partnership. You're not able to fully fulfill and immerse yourself in a relationship. If you continuously go after people or go to a country because you want to engage in sexual activity, that is just not right. And me, I'm fortunate enough to actually go to a country where I'm actually hated the most out of the three countries I've lived in. There's got to be a moment where you guys say, you know what, all of you guys, to be honest with you, all the men out there, you guys can ultimately just switch off that light. Because you know what? You're a, you're a gift. I hate to really say it for a lot of you nasty, disgusting human beings that actually go to Cambodia to buy children. Go to hell. Excuse my French. But go to hell. All right. There's no purpose for you on this planet. And there's nothing I can do with it. And that's all I'm going to say about it because that's a circle of concern. But for those of you who are listening to my podcast and who are thinking about, ooh, I'm going to go to Thailand because I knew I could have sex and this and that. Enough is enough. See, you're not able to You're and you're not going to be able to hold on to that true intimate relationship. And you know what Lewis Ho said a quote. He said, The key to figuring out all this, okay, is learning how to be alone, how to love yourself. You need to be in a relationship with yourself first. Oh, I love that. When you're looking for love and validation from the outside. You inevitably lose yourself in the ability to cultivate self-love because nothing inside you seems as valuable as what you get from someone else. And this is probably the most difficult um, aspect of it because there are a lot of women in America who are driven by the media who always say, you know what, I need a boyfriend, I need a boyfriend, holidays are coming, I'm going to be alone. No, you are never alone. You were born on this planet alone alone. Okay, if that's what the definition and, of course, what Webster and Oxford has created over the past X amount of centuries. There's no such thing as alone. You come onto this planet alone, okay, and you're going to leave this planet alone. You're not going to be hugging your loved one when you guys die together and you guys are going to get buried or cremated forever. That's just not how it works, guys. So what I'm trying to say here is (sighs) find out what your vision is. You know, ask yourself for forgiveness. Say, you know what, okay, I got all of this stuff out of my system. If I'm a backpacker, if I'm a traveling backpacker backpacker and I want to engage in sexual activity, I got it. I understand because I see it around me all the time. But you know what, even for the men who actually cheat women like objects out there, okay, for those guys that go to clubs to pick up and work in groups to pick up women and have sex with them, it's time to let all that go. And so I want you guys to read that blog, and this is just a rundown. You guys could go to my podcast from, of course, going back in the day. There are some, of course, some sexual mass podcasts that I've actually done on this. This is just a snippet and a rundown, okay? Now, for those of you who have, of course, I've already pushed that mask aside. Now we're going to talk about the material mask. Now the material mask, look at it, just look at it. (sighs) <sighs> Look at all the NBA players, the NFL players, all the rich guys. Oh, my God, Cristiano Ronaldo. He's so driven by the material mask. And he always finds the need that he has to show his cars. You know what? He's also driven by the sexual mask. How does he continue to cheat over and over and over on his wife? It's unbelievable. I, I have no idea. That's none of my business. Don't give a damn. But I'm just trying to tell you how people are driven. You know, there are so many. And, of course, there was something in the book that said... Men who don't have that type, those types of possessions when they're coming up, they ultimately want them when they get older. So when you live in a house with a drug-addicted drug, you know, drug father and your mother's doing this and you're doing that and you don't have enough food on your table or you don't have that much room, of course, when you grow up and when you get a lot of money like a lot of these NBA players and NFL players do, you end up wanting that because you're insatiable for that feeling of having it. But that's called the material mask. Here in Thailand, man, I see some of the most materialistic women uh, just completely degrade everyone else who is apparently below them on the scale in terms of finances. This is going to drive you away. I mean, this is going to drive everyone away. And, yes, there are those high society cliques here in Thailand that are extremely dangerous. (gasps) Name, Name me one nice lawyer you met. Go ahead, America. Yes, all Americans out there. Name me one nice doctor you have met who you have as a friend and who isn't pompous. Go ahead. Okay, how about nurse? Lawyer? Policeman? Firefighter? Just saying. Those are the upper echelons, you know, in terms of finances, in terms of money out there in America. And I wouldn't say upper echelon, but the working class. All right? Not entrepreneurs, but just the working class. And you know what? They're so driven by materialism because they get that Lexus, they get that big house, they get that, that, country, that, that country home on, you know, a golf course and whatnot. Guys, I was around that. You know what I like so much, though, is probably two people I'm probably never going to visit again because, of course, our beliefs are completely different. But I visited some friends just for a day just last year in Beverly Hills, and they don't even have a big house. However, that guy is a millionaire. I appreciate that about him because he doesn't have to show everyone. Now, he had a Jaguar, but when I went to, of course, the airport in the morning, his wife took me, and they had, I think, some kind of Ford Explorer, and she took me there. It was nothing super fancy, but you know what? He doesn't have the need to buy something expensive. That is what I appreciate about some people. Guys, material mask, I mean, it just it, – if, if you could just drop it and say objects aren't, like, the factor in terms of my happiness – Fulfillment is going to be there. Feeling enough gratitude, satisfaction with your achievements. See, sometimes when people buy a car, man, you're only going to be happy for X amount of days. Then you're going to the return to the same state. I remember there was a billionaire out there in Canada who actually contacted Lisa Nichols. He was like, hey, what are you doing for New Year's and stuff like that. She's like, I'm going to be home. He's like, can I join you? That guy is a billionaire. But yet he has left everything out in terms of fulfillment. He doesn't have... That family, those friends and whatnot, because of course, he's so money centric. He's so money centered, as Stephen Covey says it. All I could do is say this, attracting people who are interested in who you are, not how much you have. And this is why I'm so grateful for this entire process because here in Thailand, and of course, having the things unfold just, um, just today as they did, and I'm very, very excited about what's about to happen. And I'm a little bit scared about the money that's going to uh, you know, start coming in, but at the same point, I'm still going to be attracting people to me who are interested in me. It doesn't matter what my finances are here in Thailand. And then that's why, of course, a mentor from Australia, Vietnamese-Australian, she asked me, she's like, why are you still there? And I was like, because it keeps me humble. I'm never going to give a damn about the money. The money, of course, yes, it's a power. It's a tool that we need. But we got it. I understand it. We could put all types of definitions on it. But it doesn't make who I am. I don't give a damn if I start making 100000 When I become a millionaire, it doesn't mean it, it's Arsenio still Arsenio. I'm still doing these podcasts. I'm still communicating with all of you. It doesn't matter. I'm not driven. I don't give a fuck about materials. Excuse my French. Okay, yeah, when I start making a lot of money, ooh, should I get a condo that costs more? Why? I'm con- super content with where I live right now. People don't know me. I keep it low profile and I'm cool. I love it. It's connected to the Skytrain. I don't need someone, I don't need to show anyone a goddamn thing. Because you know what? If I get a more expensive condo that costs probably 200% more, I'm doing it because I want to be part of that clique. And I'm no longer trying to do that. I'm part of the Arsenio clique. Material mass, people. With that being said, you could go on YouTube, you could go on my podcast, you could go all the way back to the episodes and look up some of those masks and just key them in and whatnot, especially on my website, the com is actually the easiest way, and you're going to be able to find all of those blogs with the podcast, and you could go little by little if you want to get more in depth with these two particular masks. All right, people, so with that being said, guys, so grateful, so, so grateful, so many, new, so much news coming up very, very soon, and just stay tuned because we're about to have a goddamn pate. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.